Hello and welcome to another episode of The Thriving Metabolism, where we discuss everything that impacts your hormones and metabolism so that you can take control, repair the damage, and lose weight consistently without making yourself miserable in the process. It's my mission to empower you so that you and your metabolism thrives and you never have to go through diet misery again. I'm Louise Digby, registered nutritional therapist, weight loss expert, and founder of the Nourish Method to Lasting Fat Loss. Today, we're diving head first into a topic that's close to every woman's heart, and that is body fat distribution. We've all heard the saying, you are what you eat, but what about you are how your hormones behave? Your body fat distribution can give us some serious clues about what your hormones might be doing. So in this episode, you're going to get a lot more familiar with what your body fat map means and also what you can do to better manage your weight according to that hormone balance. Trying to lose weight can be an uphill battle. You're told to eat less and exercise more, but the stubborn fat clings on for dear life. Well, guess what? It's time to debunk the myth that this is all about greed and laziness. Let's face it, weight loss isn't always as simple as counting calories. I've said it a thousand times and I'm gonna say it again, it's hormones, not calories, that control your weight and also where you're storing it. Now let's meet the hormone posse. Estrogen and progesterone are the dynamic duo of the female hormone world and they make an appearance alongside insulin, cortisol, thyroid hormones and other hormonal players. And these hormones orchestrate a beautiful symphony and when they're in harmony, your body can work its magic just the way it should. But when they're out of balance, well, that's when we can run into some problems. Have you ever wondered why some women have that classic apple shape while others rock the pear silhouette? Well, surprise, surprise, it's not just about genes. Hormones have a say too. The balance of these hormones determine where you'll store that fat, be it around your midsection or hips. And we all know that no two bodies are alike. And that's the beauty of it all. So let's look at some of these hormones in a bit more detail. First, we've got estrogen, which is the quintessential female hormone, often associated with fertility and femininity. And when it comes to fat distribution, estrogen acts as a sculpture, you know, guiding fat cells to settle in specific areas of your body. And in women with balanced estrogen levels, you'll often find a classic hourglass figure. You know, a fuller bust, a defined waist, curvy hips. And this shapely distribution is due to estrogen's affinity for storing fat in the hips and thighs. Next, we've got insulin. And this hormone is tasked with regulating blood sugar levels. And it can be both a friend and a foe. High insulin levels often are linked to insulin resistance and can contribute to an apple-shaped figure. The excess glucose circulating around the bloodstream gets converted into fat and the belly becomes the chosen storage pot. So 
If you find yourself carrying some extra weight around your midsection, it might be best to give your insulin levels some TLC. Next, we've got androgens, and these are typically considered male hormones, but women have them too, just in smaller amounts. When these hormones, like testosterone, become more dominant, they can influence fat distribution to lean towards an apple shape. So if you've been wondering why you're losing the hourglass and heading towards a more round figure, androgens could be playing a role. Progesterone is a calming hormone that comes into play during the second half of your menstrual cycle and it can have an impact on fat distribution. It tends to counterbalance estrogen and in doing so it may limit the fat stored around the hips and the thighs. A healthy balance of estrogen and progesterone is essential for maintaining that pear shape. And we need to have a word about genetics as well, because beyond hormones, genetics also have a say in whether you're apple or pear-shaped. You know, some women have a genetic predisposition to store fat in specific areas, regardless of hormone influences. So if your mom, grandma or aunt has a similar body shape, chances are your genes are playing a significant role. Now, when we get to menopause, your hormones can go a bit skew with. As estrogen takes a bow and bids farewell, the spotlight shifts to other hormones. Suddenly, the midsection becomes a popular storage spot for fats. So it's pretty common for your body shape to change as you go through menopause. Now, this episode would not be complete without talking about cortisol. When you're stressed, your hormones are too, and this means cortisol steps into the limelight, and before you know it, fat is clinging around your belly. Now, we also need to mention PCOS, or polycystic ovaries, because the struggle is real. Hormonal imbalances can make weight management feel like an impossible mission. But remember, you're not alone, and understanding your body's unique needs is the first step towards empowerment. Where you hold the fat will depend on the type of PCOS you have. In the majority of cases, insulin-resistant type PCOS is present. And as I mentioned earlier, this can result in stubborn belly fat. So let's talk about what we can do to support your hormones because, you know, it's time to take charge. Eating the right foods and staying active can do wonders for hormone balance. As you can probably imagine, a different approach is required for different hormone profiles. But there are some things that we can do that supports all of your hormones. Firstly, making sure you get plenty of protein and beneficial fats like omega-3 is critical for supporting the healthy production of hormones. We make our hormones from fat and protein, so lack of them will quickly result in unhappy hormones. Secondly, make sure you're eating enough, especially if you're active. It's tempting to eat as little as possible when you're trying to lose weight, but this can backfire because it's lack of calories that quickly causes hormone disruption. 
Next, make sure you're having a bowel movement every day. Constipation can lead to the recirculation and reabsorption of spent hormones, which is not what we want. Plenty of water, fiber, and gentle movement is the best place to start with that. Next, while you don't need to completely eliminate alcohol, keeping your intake low is seriously helpful for supporting the balance of all of the hormones that we've mentioned today. And lastly, make sure you're looking after yourself with plenty of self-care. Stress is a huge factor in hormone disruption and weight gain. In a world of one-size-fits-all solutions, it's time to embrace our curves and celebrate our uniqueness. Your body fat distribution tells a story about your health, but remember, it's just one chapter. Love your body for all it does, and remember, happiness and confidence come in all shapes and sizes. All right, well, we have traveled through the realms of hormones and body fat distribution. Remember, this journey isn't about squeezing into a mold. It's about understanding the magnificent orchestra of hormones playing within you. So embrace those curves and love your hormones like never before. So let's get more joy, more confidence, and more self-love as we navigate this fabulous journey called life. Okay, now it's time for my listener's question. And today we have a question about toxins. She said, what is the safest and least toxic way of adding fragrance to the home? So this is a great question. And for our listeners, I should give you a little bit of background here. Something I talk about regularly is how toxins can disrupt hormones as well as place a particular burden on liver and even damage to our mitochondria, which is where we burn fat and therefore contributes to stubborn weight in multiple ways. And one of the many ways that we can be exposed to these obesogens, as they're called, is via air fresheners, candles, fragrances, and those artificial scents that we typically have to fragrance our homes and laundry and that sort of thing. So the best way to fragrance your home and avoid these obesogens is by using essential oils in an electric diffuser. Beeswax or soy candles are also an okay option. And you can make a DIY essential oil room spray, or you can buy them too from places like Neil's Yard. Um, Health food shops probably have some. I've seen a natural air freshener by a company called Pure Essentials. That looks really good too. So I would be using natural things like essential oils to freshen up your home. And there's loads of ways that you can use them. You can add them to an electric diffuser. Like I mentioned, you can put a few drops on a tissue and place it on a radiator, which will help to diffuse the scent through your home in the winter when you've got the heating on. You can add a few drops to laundry balls and then chuck those in the tumble dryer to scent your clothes. Um, You can add a few drops to um, your cleaning products if you're using natural cleaning products. Um, And then that will add a little bit of scent when you're 
dusting or cleaning surfaces. So there's lots of ways that you can infuse essential oils into your home to make it smell nice and fresh without those nasty artificial fragrances that are disruptive to our hormones. Okay, that's everything that I've got for you today. Thank you so much for joining me. If you'd like to talk to me about anything that I've discussed in this episode, you can reach me on Facebook and Instagram by searching at Louise Digby Nutrition. Or you can send in your question for me to answer on the podcast. And to do that, you can email me at louise at louisedigbynutrition.com and pop the word podcast into the subject. If you're enjoying this podcast, please head to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, click follow and leave a review. Thanks again and I'll see you next time.